Here's a question for you. Who is your GOAT? You know what I mean. The greatest quarterback of all time. Is it Tom Brady? Is it Joe Montana? Is it Peyton Manning? Is it John Elway? Or is it none of these I just mentioned? We'll find out who I think is the GOAT. Get my ebook, Why Your GOAT Ain't Mine, The Five Greatest Quarterbacks in NFL History on ColeJohnsonOnline.com for free. ColeJohnsonOnline.com, Why Your GOAT Ain't Mine for free. Get it right now. What you waiting for? Go get it. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to one and all. This is the podcast always suitable for work, home, play, and all points in between. Cold Sports! I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guide, Cole Johnson, and you've entered the zone called Sports on Another Level. And on this particular podcast, we're going to talk about NHL playoffs, Athletes helping out in the community, people leaving network television stations. We're also going to put a really good subject on the further review, and we're going to award, that's right, your favorite and mine, the dolt of this week. But for right now, let's get to the headlines. Dateline, Los Angeles. So the purple and gold got busy. This offseason. So after Kobe scores his 60 in his farewell game to the NBA, Byron Scott, the ex-Laker and the current head coach. Well, I'm sorry. He's no longer the current head coach. Now he's the former. Looks like the Buzz organization fired him and they replaced him later on in this week with one Luke Walton. Byron Scott was the right coach for the team that they had because, well, let me put it in kind terms. That whole team was garbage. And you needed, I hate to say it, a garbage head coach to run a garbage team. You needed a, a guy who wasn't going to hold that type, that particular squad to a standard. So you had to let some things go, and it's unfortunate. And I, I don't want to see people get fired, but if they were wanting to step up their game, this is what they had to do. And I'm not surprised that they did it. Not surprised at all, actually. But with Jim Buss and Jeannie Buss, that sell is going to be very hard for them. And to Luke, I feel for you, son. You shouldn't have taken that job. You should have stayed in the, you should have stayed in the Bay because I guarantee you in about two, three years, you would have had that job and you would have taken over for Kerr. And you would have had a team that has had great success before and they would be familiar with, familiar with you. But... You want to take your lumps down to Southern California and this was your dream job, as you said? You're going to be waking up to many nightmares very soon. Dateline! Port-au-Prince! So, Mr. One-Word Answers and Silent Man, Beast Mode, Marshawn Lynch, shows that he is more than just a guy who is selfish. The thing is, that's the furthest thing from the truth, because back in his hometown in Oakland, there are reports and there are stories of, of how philanthropic Lynch is. So, Marshawn decided to take his phil- philanthropy overseas, and he actually helped physically build a school in Haiti. Uh, Lynch joined current NFL players on a trip to broaden football's reach. 
He teamed up with current Seahawks defensive end Cliff Averill over in Haiti to help build the school. Averill had this to say about Marshawn being there and building for the school. Quote, it's awesome to have their support. It's awesome to be in a situation where guys are willing to take that step with you. Marshawn wants to help actually build the school out there. There's a lot of good guys in the NFL. It's cool to have these guys support. Close quote. And I'm with you, Cliff. It is good to see players actually want to do good. And we're going to focus on that more later in this podcast. It definitely is worth our time to talk about those efforts. Dateline! Detroit! Tyler Collins, an outfielder that we didn't know even existed, decided to get on the blotter. No, not the crime blotter, but the shade blotter. The 25-year-old outfielder decided to lose his mind after he lost a fly ball in the lights, and after he dropped said fly ball, he received a round of boos from, from the crowd. Then, he decided to greet that, that round of boos with the middle finger. Ah, but the problem is, he flipped the bird in his home stadium. Ah, well, that little gesture partially cost the team the game that night, but it also cost him more time in the bigs because he got sent down to the minors because of it. I'm sure everyone knows that you're sorry, but now it's time for you to look in the mirror and apologize to yourself because you may have cost yourself a whole ton of money by sticking one finger in the air and protest a crowd's derision of you. Dateline, Toronto, and Miami. So early this week, we got a taste of a Game 7 feel in the NHL. Now in the NBA, we get the taste of two Game 7s this weekend. After the Pacers, even the series at three with Toronto, by a 101-83 victory, and the Heat coming back on the road to win 97-90 over the Hornets in Charlotte. Now these four teams get the face-off. Game 7 in Toronto and Game 7 in Miami both will be on Sunday. And I think the most exciting part about this whole thing is these two teams, these two series, I should say, will determine who is going to play one another in the next round meaning the winner of the Raptors Hornet, the Raptors Pacers would meet the winner of the Heat's Hornets. And if any indication is to be seen, I guess, from how these two series have been, it's quite possible we're going to see really good matchups in the conference semifinals between whomever advances in those two series. All I know is I'm excited to see not one, but two game sevens. And on an aside... One of the more exciting series that I think we've all been waiting for will happen as well between the Spurs and the Thunder. Exciting times ahead in the playoffs, both in the NHL and in the NBA. And a little shout out to the NHL. Game one in D.C. between the Penguins and the Capitals off the chain. And if the other six games that I think is going to go seven, if the other six games go like this one did, whoo, best series of the playoffs in both leagues. When I come back, we're going to put a very, very beautiful subject on the further review. But immediately following the break, it is the dope 
of the week. Sports on another level can be seen and heard on these social media platforms Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, YouTube, iTunes. Like, share, rate, review, but most importantly, follow and subscribe to each and every one of these social media platforms. Cole Sport. Sports for the intelligent sportsman. Coming next weekend. Oh, you know what's coming. Four suckers waiting for the reveal of who's going to be the cold sports. Don't up quarter. that time once again this week i look forward to this and every email that i receive tells me the same that you all look forward to this too i hear it on social media as well and i'm going to get to it right now wasting no time here are the candidates for don't of the week Gotta love these trophies. Dolt of the Week. Sponsored by nobody. But I'm still going to give it to you straight with no chaser. And we got a wonderful list here for you this week. Let's start with contestant number one in Mark Cuban. The Maverick owner of the NBA's Dallas Mavericks decided to pop off at the mouth and say that Oklahoma City's point guard Russell Westbrook is, quote, not a superstar. Really? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not going to touch that. I, I really am not going to touch that. Contestant number two, Sam Bradford. For requesting a trade after having his feelings hurt by the Eagles trading up to get to the number two overall pick in this year's NFL draft. Contestant number three, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Now, the quarterback, the journeyman quarterback that found success with the Jets is holding them hostage. He's refusing any offers that the Jets give him, and he says that he would rather sit out this year rather than to take a, quote, pay cut. But why am I introducing all these other, other people here? The winner of this week is...
Laramie Tunsil. Now, really, before this offseason began, we would actually say, well, Laramie who? This guy was getting buzz and run that he was the guy who was the greatest athlete in this year's draft, and he was going to be probably going going number three to the Chargers. But roughly 10 minutes before the draft began, this eerie picture on his Twitter account was leaked all throughout media. And it was this interesting picture of a bong, of a gas mask, and a black guy wearing a t-shirt, a white t-shirt. And then you see a guy lighting the bong, and he commenced to smoking. One of the eerie things about it was one of the but here's the thought. It's not even why it was leaked, because obviously his account was hacked. There's no question about that. My question is, why did you even attempt to have that be filmed? How were you, 21, 22 maybe, and a high prospect who you tried to impress during the combine and during the pro day at Ole Miss, and you do something like this. You film something like this. Forget leaking it. You film something like this. You should know better than that. But instead, what do you do? You have that. Then you throw your college completely under the bus in saying that you took money. Now, I understood why you were doing it so you can help your mom pay bills. But it just is a bad look. But really, what I saw that was really entertaining to me was that press conference. <laughs> See, you all saw one thing. This here is what I saw. Okay, we can take questions right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, gentleman right there. Uh, yes, Laramie. Yeah, what were you thinking in filming yourself like that? and you were about to be drafted by whomever in the NFL. Uh, what was going through your mind? Um, I, I just thought it was, it, was, it was the right thing to do. You know, I was just having fun and sweet home Alabama. Yes, you sir, right there. Oh, uh, yes, thank you. I, I just want to know, how are you going to recover from this? Uh, this, this seems to be such a devastating blow to your, your, your chances. You probably lost millions, so I just want to know your thoughts. I knew I was going to get drafted by the NFL, but then I got high. Yes, you, ma'am. Yeah, right there, you, ma'am. Yes. Yes, I was just wanting to ask, how did it feel? And how did you feel when you were doing that video? Because you actually looked like you were really having a good time. I was looking pretty sweet, wasn't I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you, yes. Uh, yeah, the high time shirt. Yes, you. Dude, I, I just want to know, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that gas mask, man? And that bong was just killer. Woo! Don't you know it, man. Ooh, man, I was lit. Mm, I was totally lit. Mm. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, you with the church lady hat. Uh, don't you know, son, that you ain't supposed to be smoking no weed? You know you just put that down. You know what, you, you know that, 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 what that boy Stephen A. Smith said. You know, you can't, 
you can't get in that trouble now because you can't stay off the weed. I said, little young man, you stay off the weed. Don't be smoking that stuff no more. What's wrong with you? You stupid. See, your mama need to beat you down. Um, I mean, beat you down. Don't run now. Don't run from me. No, don't leave. You're going to answer. You're going to answer these questions. You gonna stand? No. Thank you. That'll be all. No, 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 like no more questions. You will be Thank you. I appreciate your time. Uh, get me out of here. Get. Oh Lord, my nerves are shot. Oh. Oh my. Yeah, yeah. Tell. Tell, tell my boy to roll me up one, cause I need to calm my nerves. From the ridiculous to the sublime, after the break, we're going to put this wonderful subject upon further review. One more time, my Cold Sports MVPs. Why Your Goat Ain't Mine is yours today, right now, for free. Free, 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 free. I don't think they heard me. You can get it right now on ColeJohnsonOnline.com. That's ColeJohnsonOnline.com for free, 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 free. Why you going to name mine? Five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. It is yours for free. Just do this one simple thing. Go get it. Cole Sports on ColeJohnsonOnline.com and other social media outlets. How are you? This is Cole Johnson. I'm so glad that you tuned in to Cole Sports. Stay tuned for these podcasts to come. I'm going to unveil something very important, something very special that is near and dear to my heart. I think you all will love it and you all will cherish it. Stay tuned. I thank all of you, all the podcast community, the listeners, my MVPs, my VIPs. I thank all of you and continue, continue to support this product, continue to support this show. You will not be disappointed. From the bottom of my heart, I thank each and every one of you. Thank you so very much. On the next podcast, we're going to delve a little deeper into the NHL and the NBA playoffs. Both are entering into the conference semifinal rounds. Of course, we're going to touch on some other things. Possibly looking forward to the Kentucky Derby and other events as well. And whatever breaks in sports, we'll definitely be there to cover it all. But that's for the podcast of the future. For this one right now, we're going to put this subject upon 
further review. This was brought to my attention from one of my co-sports VIPs, uh, Chris Wilson. I'm shouting you out, my man. I appreciate you giving me this story, and it's about one of my favorite players that I've ever seen. Ex-Nick, ex-Celtic, ex-Nugget, and ex-Piston, the man that is called Mr. Big Shot, Chauncey Billups. Lended his name and his time to help at-risk youth in the New York area. Now, mind you, Chauncey is actually from Denver, so this isn't his hometown. So to me, this is what makes it even more special. This really isn't his hometown, but it's, just one, it's one of his adopted towns. And he wants to make a difference. He's joining forces with Dr. Jim Bostic up there in Yonkers uh, to help at-risk youth in the Yonkers, New York area. And it's at the Nepperhan Community Center. And they're going to be opening up a, a new recreational facility. The beautiful part about it is Chauncey's going to have his imprint on that program because they plan to call the facility the Chauncey Billups Leadership Academy. And when I think about the player, I, I really do think about the fact that he had a hand in guiding a lot of, of good personalities. One of the things I always laugh about is the thing you always hear about that team, that particular team, especially in 2004, and even in 2005 when they made it back to the finals, the thing you would always hear is that, well, the star of the team actually is the coach, Larry Brown. Because we're talking about a team of no stars, especially when you juxtapose that to a team like the Lakers, who then had Shaquille and, and Kobe and that particular year, even Gary Payton and Carl Malone. But this Pistons team was a band of merry men. You know, you had... Hamilton and Prince and Wallace and Wallace, <laughs> Rashid and Ben. But people rarely talked about the glue that held them together. And I don't, I don't think so much that it was Larry Brown, not saying that he didn't play a role. He played a huge role. He was basically like, I guess you could say, like a, a sensei. The real leader of that team was Chauncey Billups. And he didn't always have to lead with scoring 20 points, but if he had to, he could. He didn't have to lead the team with 15 assists, but if he had to, he could. He didn't even have to lead the team in 10 rebounds, but if he had to, he could. Chauncey did whatever was necessary to lead his team to victory and lead his team to championships. And notice I said the word lead. Now, a lot of people think of leading as a Michael Jordan type, one that, could, one that could score 30 and pull down six and six. That's leadership. Or Kobe chunking up a whole ton of shots. 
Mr. Big Shot showed that you can lead by making other people better. He wasn't even the lead scorer on his team. But his job as point guard was to make everybody else better. And that is what he did on the floor. Now he gets to take what he did in the NBA and he can put it toward this program. And in programs, I know he's probably going to be opening up in other places as well. He could show these young men how you can lead by making others around you better. And one of the tools I know that he used was this one. Make everyone feel important. That they're taking what you're imparting upon them and they can add to the whole collective. And make them feel a part of something. Make them feel as if it's bigger than they are. And that's what he's taking from the court to a program like this in Yonkers. The self-importance is broken down. And the importance of the bigger collective is built up. That's Chauncey Billup. And that's what this community center and this leadership academy is going to get. That is the name that's being attached to this program. It is a, it is a man who cares about other people and really when it comes to leaders, that's the greatest quality you could ever have. The greatest leaders make others feel more important. And Chauncey will make these wonderful young men and women to be more important. They have heard I can't all their young lives. Now they have a place and they have a figure and a man who actually can tell them, yes, you can. And I'm not talking about Barack Obama, yes, you can. I'm talking about a leader in Chauncey who showed grown men the way. And if he can show, if he can show grown men the way to a better life, then he most certainly can show these young men and women to be a better way of life. So kudos to you guys and to Chauncey. You've always been one of my favorites. This here is just another example as to why I sing your praises. Thank you for being such a great example. And thank you for, for tearing down the stereotype that all athletes, present and past, are self-absorbed individuals. You, my friend, are one that's far from self-absorbed. You are all about feeding people life. If you happen to like this podcast or any one preceding this one, why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cole underscore sports. That's sports with a Z. You can also follow me on Facebook. That's Cole Sports. Again, sports with a Z. 
or sports with a Z. You can also follow me on Stitcher and SoundCloud and Instagram and Pinterest and Google Play and YouTube and iTunes. Like, rate, review, and share to your heart's content. More importantly, follow all of those platforms. More importantly than that, subscribe to each and every one of those platforms as well. That five-star rating is real. Thank you for that. Most importantly, enjoy. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I'm Cole Johnson. And this is... Cold Sports is a Comey Media Entertainment production.